Hey, Kostov. Hey. Hi, hi. Yeah, so we are on to the second part of our podcast with from Trust Alchemy and also professor at San Jose State, is that right? USC, University of Southern California. Yeah. I, I went to San Jose State for my undergrad. Right, right, right. Sorry, sorry about that. No, you're fine. Okay. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about uh, Trust Alchemy, your company, and how you arrived there. Sure, the yeah. Story? So uh, going back to um, my work uh, that was done at a variety of different fintech or banking uh, places, mm -hmm. I figured that um, everybody is trying to build a uh, you know, software that can actually make decisions and uh, take on the application uh, in either banking or lending kind of a, a context. And right. I, I find myself building the same application over and over again at different different mm. places. So it just mm. dawned on me that maybe I can build this um, uh, one time <laughs> and uh, perhaps mm. lease it to people that really needs it. And 10 years ago, maybe even 12 years ago, uh, with the the lending clubs and the prospers of the, of the world rising, uh, rising, uh, rising up, if you will, uh, mm. Building technology internally was their core competency, right? We're fintech, and it was heavily tech uh, oriented. But if you yeah. if you look at what's happening today, people look at that as commodity, right? There should be software out there uh, that they can they can subscribe subscribe to, just as easy as Microsoft mm. Word and Excel that they can start using, and let them free up their time to really cater to this to the mm -hmm. uh, to the customers. So mm. uh, all that buy versus build mentality has shifted to buy or lease. Mm. And I'm, uh, I sort of started that uh, wave five years ago. And now we're riding that wave of people that just says, hey, look, you guys know what you're doing. You guys can build it for us. Here's our requirement. Uh, please alleviate us uh, to focus on what you're really trying to do, which is your, your core uh, competency mm. customers, right? And we will take care of everything uh, behind the scenes. So all that back office stuff nobody really wants to do, we are taking, right. taking that on now. So that and, was um, the genesis of uh, Alchemy, if you will. So is this what? This is a white label pure tech platform for lending? Is That's it right. the right way to... Oh, white okay. label, sometimes we call it private label, meaning mm. that our name, color, logo doesn't appear anywhere on the build. It's really built right. to suit right, for you know Chase or whoever. So when they log into mm. the website or go into the experience, it looks and feels mm. just like our client's website and experience. Uh, it doesn't feel like right. it doesn't feel like it's out of place. Mm. And um, who's using it now? I mean, no well, confidential stuff, of course. Sure, but... yeah, banks, financial services companies. Lately, though, mm. Christoph, we we find a lot of retail companies, consumer-facing retail mm. companies, are using this, and, and there's a new wave of embedded financing uh, that's mm. happening right now. So large retailers consumer goods and services right wants to build it themselves wants to finance these mm. goods and services themselves and they don't want to use uh you know other lenders out there they really want to have a curated experience so the customer comes in for the products and services they can also come mm. in for the same financing experience under the same brand so that's what we are seeing as of late that's very interesting and something that i wanted to you know uh, talk about a little bit um which is the consumer decision making behind borrowing or taking a loan to buy something right in whatever form or shape i mean that of course has been around for a little while sure but going further on what is driving this new 
thirst for all sorts of companies to lend money where is this coming from well two two parts right the demand for credit has always been there consumers demand for mm. credit um mm. it, you know yesteryear it was in the forms of credit cards a personal mm. loan maybe you mm. know uh, maybe go into a bank and ask for some uh, you know signature loan um, mm. but what's happening today is because there's so much technology mm. starting with mobile phones right 10 years ago we didn't have mobile phones we didn't have iPhones 12 years ago yeah internet the speed of the uh, internet the 5G the TLT whatever it might be right all of these things mm. are being delivered in 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 the palm of your hand consumer's hands and their expectation mm. for that instant gratification is all over the place right we don't that's a whole another topic for a different 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 day yeah so the consumer's expectation of instant gratification instant decisioning it's is there now and mm. the fintech play the technology the infrastructure the data the delivery of cash or money or credit has also caught up finally kostov on this mm. mobile device mm. so when mm. i go and get a treatment when i go and get a product off the shelf my expectations mm. that i can finance this activity Mm. Right on the mobile phone, and within seconds, I can walk away with this product, and not having to pay the full retail price. I can chop this up into twelve payments, easier on my right. personal uh, cash flow, and it just mm. uh, and I can maximize my buying power. So the fintech mm. and also technology itself, including consumer psychology, has triangulated this this uh, new wave of buy now, pay later, point of sale financing. It just in it, mm. it just enabled all these things to um, to deliver these things instantaneously through the mobile phone or through the internet. But, mm. So it's just it's a mm. it's a it's a trifecta effect, if you will, to really make this. Uh, mm. And um, is your I mean, is your personal experience limited to the U.S. or are you seeing this demand in other markets as well? Boy, we we have we're talking to people in in the uh, in your Europe. European, and we have customers okay. in Mexico, right? Buy now, pay later, super、mm. hot. We actually have development、okay. centers in Argentina and Brazil, and when we talk to、mm. our engineers, it's like, yeah, buy now, pay later is the is the new thing. So it's all、mm. um, very much a global、uh, phenomenon. In fact, U.S. is lagging behind a little bit, right? It really started in Europe, went to South America, and now it's kind of、uh, gaining momentum here in the United States. We're behind.、Mm. Yeah, Klarna just raised a monster round of a billion, and、um, that became news yesterday. And、um, exactly. Afterpay is not far behind、exactly. in Australia.、Um, we have what Hula here in Singapore, which、uh, and there are a few others. In fact,、um, I don't know if that's the case in the U.S., but there is. And these guys are very entrepreneurial. I can't remember their names. I'll send it to you later. But there is actually a BNPL service for dentists. Yes.、Um, Which sort of makes sense because a root canal in Singapore is quite expensive. That's right. That's right. And, <laughs> We do a lot of patient financing on our platform, right? Elective, elective surgery, things that don't get covered by our medical insurance could be thousands of dollars.、Mm. Right? Even a retainer,、mm. you know, the things that you wear、mm. to kind of adjust your teeth, those could be thousands of、yeah. dollars, even tens of thousands、mm. of dollars.、Um, mm. so、those could, could be quite expensive. So there's a lot of medical financing. There's lots of、uh, tuition financing. You know, nowadays. You can、okay. register for a class or go to a school.、Hmm. They will teach you how to code, you know, in six or nine、hmm. months. 
those could be、mm. 30, 40, 50, 60,000 of tuition money, right? So, how do you finance all that? It's not traditional student loans,、mm. but you still, have, you still have to finance all that. So, all of these new、right. way of um, um, uh, new wave of product and services that are being sort of、uh, mm. out there,、uh, you know, people need to finance it to, to go along with it. So,、mm. tons of opportunities、mm. out there. Yeah, indeed.、Um, so, for all our listeners, my standard disclaimer、um, the economic activity in Singapore has just woken up, which means that the elevator outside my apartment has stopped moving because pe- everybody has gone off to office. But a、uh, construction machine of some sort somewhere has started roaring to life. I'm just lucky that the local lawnmower hasn't turned up. So, you know, I live in public housing, Tim, and we have this、um, open area in between, and we have the lawnmowers which turn up. And I believe it's the waste carrying truck. Oh, wow. It's a monstrous、uh, German truck which makes a lot of noise when it picks up the waste. I hope they bring robots someday. Anyway, never mind that. Okay. So, back to this very, very interesting topic. So, wh- so, tell me this. I mean, you've been in this field for many years, and now why can't banks do all this directly? Why do retailers and other people who are providing services need to do it? Why can't so, so, let's say if I've got an app, why can't I just flip a switch and say that, okay, I want to get a root canal done or whatever, and it transfers me to my bank and、right. it extends me a loan or whatever? Right. A couple of different ways of looking at this stuff. Uh, number one、mm. is that banks are too big and too slow. I know I sound like、uh, you know, any other FinTech、sure. talk up point, like very cliched.、Mm. I worked at large banks,、mm. I worked at JP Morgan Chase. We release、mm. code once every、mm. six months. Release code. And the code、mm. that you release、um, is not what you really want to build. There's a whole prioritization process. There's thousand people,、right. thousand organizations within the bank that's ahead of you. Whatever、mm. innovative stuff you want to build, it's on the bottom、mm. of the list. You're lucky to even get pirated. You're lucky to get your item to be in the prioritization meeting, let alone getting prioritized and having enough resources to do it. Even when you get、mm. it prioritized, then you got to battle for IT resources. Doesn't mean it's going to get done. It, all that means is that business、right. is important enough. Now you got to go get your own IT resources. So nothing gets done、mm. at a bank. Nothing gets done. Secondarily,、mm. the banks, at least in the United States, are very regulatory facing now because of the Dodd Frank rules, all the regulatory things that we've put in place because of the last downturn. They spend、mm. most of their days worried about what the regulator is going to do to them. Mm. They are.、Mm. They're worried about loss reserves. They're worried about compliance. They're worried about did I make the right decision when I bundle these mortgages into the second market? They worry about all of that stuff.、Right. Right. Third,、mm. they have to look at what is what's in front of them. Are they going to focus on you know pumping out another ten thousand, hundred thousand credit cards,、uh, or、mm. you know get another million people to sign up for their DDA account or checking account? The stuff that they know how、right. to do and have been doing for the past hundred years, or do they want to spend the money and time and resources to get into point of sale financing to entertain all the dentists?、Mm. The they can't do it. <laughs> they, that's not even right, close right, right. to the to to the、mm. top one hundred things they worry about on a day to day basis. So why can't bank do it?、Mm. They、mm. absolutely can. Do they want to do it? Sometimes、mm. I feel like they want to, but can they execute? Absolutely not. 
I can take this one to the bank. There's、mm-hmm. no way they can build what you know, not my company, but other people have built、uh, in the span that they've, they've been doing it and have the focus to do it. There's no way. That's why there's Klarna, there's Afterpay, there's、mm-hmm. Alchemy, there's there's these companies that exist because banks couldn't do it. And I don't want to name names. One of these big banks called us the other day and said, "Hey, can、right. you guys build a small business lending platform for us?" At a multi-trillion、hmm. bank, talking to a、hmm. startup startup about doing this because they can't do it. They, they there's no way they can do it. <laughs> it's that, it's bizarre. Yeah, that's really really yeah yeah yeah. But it's also cool in some ways where you know if you have a trillion dollar bank calling you up and saying, "Can you guys build it for me?" I think that's a great that's、right. endorsement. That's right. About The relevance of you as a company and your business model, and you know you being there. That's right. Basically, yes, I was as a player in the valley. Completely floored and astonished. I thought they were. <laughs> they emailed me a few times. I thought it was a prank. I thought somebody <laughs> pretended to be a bank to see. And I got on the phone. It was it was、right. our fintech innovation office calling us. I'm like,、hmm. really? Is this real? And you're、hmm. calling us? It's uh, uh, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so,、uh, you know, that's 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 great.、Um, so, how? So, tell me something.、Um, does this、um, burst in? I mean, I, you have mentioned the underlying reasons, according to you, but is the stimulus, the unending stimulus, also pumping along this whole thing? Is it is it a dynamo which is making this happen?、Right. What's interesting is that in the United States, we we printed trillions and trillions of cash dollars, paper money. To stimulate this economy, we don't know what's going to happen. We printed out more money in the past year than we ever printed in the past whatever however number of decades, right?、Mm. All of that money has long-lasting consequences that even the smartest economists in, in, that we can afford don't know what's going to happen,、mm. right? Is it inflation?、Mm. Is it deflation? We don't know what is going to happen with all this money circulating in our in our、yep. economy, right? The the idea was very、mm. simple. Put money in people's hand; they can spend it to stimulate the economy, or just tap the money so they can buy food. But we don't know what's going to happen.、Mm. We we never has never ever experienced、uh, a time where we have printed two trillion dollars, literally cash, and wired、mm. money、uh, to people's checking accounts. We don't know what's happening. Right. But right.、Um, uh, but it, you know, is this money going to essentially?、Uh, uh, Uh, create some kind of ripple effect to,、um, uh, to, you know, sort of energize this buy now pay later. This new wave of lending, I think that's a, that could be a stretch. I think there are people genuinely、okay. struggling right now in, in the United States. They lost their job.、Mm. They, they're behind on their payments of all sorts: car, mortgage, rent, whatever it might be. That money probably all went to that.、Uh, there's definitely a need for it.、Mm. Um, so there is some basic、mm. issues that we got to solve in the United States、um, that uh, that、mm. I don't think these trillions of dollars even cover until we we recover from this economy. And and once we recover, once all the vaccines are delivered, once we recover, then people get hired back. People can spend money again.、Um, so I'm not sure if、mm. two trillion dollar has a direct impact on the eventual rise of lending again. It's always been here. Lending has never really went away,、uh, but definitely. Give us、right. a baseline to get back, to get people that's really hurt right now. There are people out there、uh, back on their feet and、uh, mm. restart. Hopefully by the end of this year. 
Okay. So um, you mentioned earlier about Latin America, where your engineers are and so forth. And that's not a part of the world people talk a lot about. I mean, I'm obvious, obviously they do, I'm sure, um, talk about it in the U.S. because you have this geographical and historical proximity. But um, out here, people mainly look at, uh, well, they used to look at India and China, but now they're looking all at Africa, where there's a lot of good press about the stuff happening first in Kenya and now in Ghana and um, Nigeria um, right now. Um, but tell us, if you can, uh, about Latin America, how do you see that as a market? And uh, is, there, is there stuff happening there or is it like a, you know, uh, like a tabula rasa where people can just um, come in and build right. something so, new? Uh, great question. I wrote this 12-part article on Lended's uh, uh, website on hmm. Latin America, a fintech actually. Right. Let's, just, let's just look at one country, one country only in Latin America, which is Brazil. Brazil has hmm. 270 million people. That's its population right. rivals the United States. Wait, we got 340, hmm. they got close to 300 million people. Right, that entire population hmm. in one country um, is heating up 40%, maybe somewhere 60% of people are still using cash during their daily hmm. lives. Right, so you, you look at Visa, yep. MasterCard, every single self-respecting rails, banks, uh, fintech startups, VCs are all over Latin America.